0: This is Casey Kasem, and you're listening to the Elijah Bailey Show, uh, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, bringing you 100% auditorial pleasure. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Oklahoma's premier podcasting facility and studio, Blacken Studios. Remember, if you want to join a podcast studio and have your dreams come true, simply follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Blacken Studios and send them an email at podcast at blackenstudios.com. Remember, it's Blacken. The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000. Today, I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book, and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.rippedapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount, so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go, get your shirt, look cool as hell, and stay Ripped.
1: That was, was that Macho show. Man? Oh, how are you going to cut Macho Man out of that, do I it? don't know. I fucked it up. Oh, out, so, like, oh that was just like a like a little fuck-up reel? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because
0: so cool. it's fucked up, and then next is going to be like, the Elijah Bailey show is sponsored by, and then we come in now, so it, it's out of place to kind of reference this. Oh, it. sorry.
1: But we're leaving it in. Yes. <laughs> because, because we've been sipping Crown. Crown. What episode is this, sir?
0: Episode 95. You no, know, I knew
1: it was 95, not only because I'm a co-host of the show, but I just felt... Ninety-five, And I feel In like the, the fives is where we kind of just sit there's back. There's a lot of shit. Well, well, you've been doing a lot of shit for the show. I have to give it up to you, man. We, Thank we, you. The, man. We're almost there we're to a fucking hundred episodes. <clears throat> hundred episodes, man. You're going to be the first podcast here at Blackest Studios to hit oh. a hundred
0: episodes God damn it dude that's like legendary man. thank you that congratulations is, i i feel like when the name elijah 5000 came around the living prophet uh-huh. this is what it was for so
1: let me ask you this i don't know for a fact but if any other okc podcast is listening to this let me know who else is in 100
0: our, our previous guests, Red Six, the Golden
1: Corral. They are in a. That's right. right the they day just that they did. came on
0: that Monday, the following they day, they were in 100. That's right. That's and right. then uh, Okie Geek Podcast is over a 100. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're overachievers. Uh, but, I mean, there's a couple of OKC podcasts. They but do. if we do not know... Whether we're inebriated well, or not, just let us know and on not Twitter. only that,
1: well, you're, you're joining the club. Yes. Yes. You're joining that, that mile-high club.
0: Yes, the club of centennials. Mm, 100, and we're almost yes. there. We are fucking our way to 100. That would be, it depends on how, like, if you go I'm down for that. I am, too. 365 days in a year. So you got some I'm off down. days. You could fuck to 100, but what if you're, it's back-to-back? Are you getting tired? Putting the fifty like, mm, to the test. Man, I'm down. I'm I'm just I mean now I'm feeling good I have to go home and me and my wife gotta start this deal Fucking do a hundred <laughs> Pretty sure we're over that but we're gonna start the count over um, And three Two <laughs> One we had to add it in there because that's that's a staple of the show We've been doing that since episode one Yep When we talked about what self-respecting
1: Asian is named Billy And not only that yeah <laughs> Shit Billy But not only um. that I remember like I remember like uh, I think you had t- you had asked me How do you plan on starting the show Mhm. And uh, I was like, dude, just count down. <laughs> exactly. And it is stuck ever since yeah, and I don't feel get like getting rid of. it like yeah.
0: at one point in time I was like, maybe we should get rid of him like. Nah. nah. So, today's show is of epic proportions because Donald Joseph <sighs> Trump, I don't know what the J stands for, but Donald Trump fucked up the NFL. Um, but on the bright side, we have some Marvel DC news. Yes. We got fucking Dragon Ball Super episode 107 and 108, fantastic oh. episode. And we have some surprises for you, because I just got turned on to a game called Shadow Tactics,
1: that yes. Richard and old Joshi, Yes, from, have. if I can say, uh, from yeah. the Black and Gaming Network podcast, mm. which I still haven't figured out like a solid name for it. I might just call it BGN Level, or BGN Ooh. something like that, because each episode is called Levels. Yeah. So like we just completed Level 1. Right now, we are exclusively only on Podbean for the first three episodes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Podbean definitely feels special for that, but... Uh, we are exclusively only on Podbean for the first three episodes, um, and they will be on all the other platforms. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Finally. Um, I'm excited about it, man. Yeah, dude. It was Black it. and Gaming. Find it. On Podbean. Listen to our first episode. Yes.
0: And I'm actually the a guest on episode. podcast done right. <laughs> and with that, oh, you know what? There's mm. one more thing that I want to say, because I do appreciate everybody out there listening. Before we get into the show. mm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You guys have made the show you know just what it is you've given me drive and passion to continue with the show and uh I'm tearing up just a little bit i know let it out
1: uh i i i, I um <laughs> i know sorry i know we, we i know i i knew this was coming, ladies and gentlemen, he knew but it, There's it, it, no way I could prep anything for this, except yes. for doing an amazing table, which, how you like it, sir?
0: <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I, I love the table. Thank you. The table is fucking dope
2: the
1: as fuck. The table has transformed, and it is the first thing at Black & Studios about to go through like a transformation.
0: Oh, man. Everything is looking good. This is actually Black & Studios. But thank you guys so much for listening to us for so long. You have made my plums start to tingle every episode. And with that... The most illustrious Oklahoma's favorite podcast, episode 95 with Elijah and Richard. The Elijah Bailey Show starts right now. I don't feel right without Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah,
1: blah, 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 Bring it up. <laughs> oh, man. When Jeremy, Jeremy was killing that. Episode 94, if you have not heard, if you are just now joining us on the Elijah Bailey Show, Go back to episode 94. We had Jeremy Evans and John Stone from Boom, the, gamer the Gamer Stand, stand. podcast. And even though we have like that is a pure love-hate relationship. We love the shit out those motherfuckers, but at the same time, when it comes to gaming, we can't stand them. them. Yeah. yeah, when it comes to gaming, can't stand them. But when we're just in here chopping up, kicking it, you know, John Stone is a co-host of yours on the Superpower Movie Podcast, which we'll definitely check that out as well. And Jeremy is actually going to be a co-host of mine on a Future Gundam podcast.
2: Uh,
0: Oh, so many drop, so many uh, man. what is it? Bombs, bombs, bombs being drop, so
1: bombs many, drop.
0: So many young children in those fucking Gundam cockpits, dying man. for no reason, dying, dying for
1: no reason. We're gonna find out why they're dying for no reason. Yes. so stay and tuned it, to that.
0: And it's a good thing that you guys are in your thirties because you no longer are technically kids, so you won't die. Exactly. You'll, you'll be the ones that live. The old fucking telling shit. kids to get into the, the cockpit. Yeah. So, <laughs> but man, it was it's. Uh, Jeremy did it up last episode. I was having so much fun. If you guys haven't followed us, go ahead and fucking follow. There's, are you going to create another Twitch, or are you just going to convert your Twitch for the BGM?
1: It's weird, because my Twitch was originally Black and Gaming Network, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I converted over to the, the underscore Buckety. buckety. Uh, I'm still in like limbo. Limbo. A piece of me wants to create just a new one, uh, and I'll probably just have the Buckety just host it. Okay. Yeah. That'll be... that. I'm
0: I'm very proud because yes. you're going to take on another task of another <laughs> Twitch channel. I always
1: like to make things difficult. <laughs> but that's okay.
0: Um, but follow us here. Uh, again, you can follow us right now at twitch.tv forward slash the underscore buckety and twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5,000, like uh, my days to stream are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, and then Saturday, Wednesday and Thursday. You've been doing a good job of that, sir. Dude, I've been trying because the goal is in the next three weeks to get to 100 followers. I'm at 33 right now. We jumped up from 18 to 33, so I need... Well, I want to get to a hundred. I was gonna say I need to get to a hundred. I want to get to a hundred because I've been do I feel like I've been doing a great job. Nathan Drake, uh Uncharted Four, the closed beta for Dragon Ball Fighter Z, uh One Piece Burning Blood, One Piece Pirate Warriors, which is like the dynasty warrior version of One Piece.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got a I got a story to tell you about Dynasty. Well, well let's just go into it. What is uh, no, because it's, it's going to go into the, the the shadow tactics. Oh, game. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. So it's just so, whatever you want to shoot off first, whatever you oh, want to.
0: Oh, okay. Pop, pop. Sound of me <laughs> popping off in your ass. Sorry. <laughs> oh, and I do have that that sound bite for you. The uh, the buckety. Uh, oh, you got I it. Saved that. Oh, I nice. saved that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Um, but uh, man, okay, let's go ahead and get the 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 elephant in the room out of the way. Just because it's going to take so fucking long to talk. Well, you know what? I want to start with uh, Shadow Tactics. because You want to start with Shadow Tactics? Yeah. Okay. Just because I, w- I want to start on a high note. I felt like going to the Trump deal and then going into the duffel bag. But let's start with Shadow Tactics. Okay, cool. So now it's time for the most illustrious segment in the world. What's, What's new in
2: gaming?
0: Yeah. It's time for What's New in Gaming? Oh, I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so- People ask me all the time, like, Richard, why is Elijah, why are you calling Elijah Bay the hip producer of Black and & Studios? And that, what oh, you just heard man. right there, that is why I call him the hit producer like of Black that? & Studios. You Studio. like that? That's good, dude. Man, that's, that's just- good. You are one creative, sexy ass motherfucker. That's all I, I got to say.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, any other time I would think it was the alcohol talking, but I know this is from his heart. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shadow, <laughs> Shadow yeah, Tactics, yeah, yeah. you had to call Josh up just to get the name of it so we yes. could look up the trailer. And this motherfucker looks good. You have five characters.
1: So let me go ahead and just break yeah. it down how I like, fell into it. Um, so pretty much Josh actually hit me up yesterday, man. Uh, like I said, he's a, he's a co-host of the uh, video game podcast, so I guess he's kind of you know, motivated to play video games again. And he hit me up saying, hey, Buck, I found a good strategic game. Mm-hmm. I think you should check it out. And me and him, we have like a, a history of playing strategic games. Yeah, uh, some games we like to play like more like Civilization, Total War type uh, type of games. This was more of like a XCOM. Okay. And the only thing different from this in XCOM is XCOM is more turn-based. This is pure, like real time, real time, like no time stops at yeah, all it's just like ooh, straight <laughs> through like you getting call it call it slip and the game came out december 6th of last year uh it's 40 bucks right now but uh pretty much uh i'm pulling up the wikipedia on if i can give you guys the full plot of the game yeah um it basically takes the wikipedia sucks but it basically <laughs> takes place in like a feudal de, feudal japan yeah um back during the times of like the uh, end of the samurai basically uh when the shoguns were really fighting against each other uh gun power Powder was introduced okay. to the uh you know the Asian world, mm-hmm. and so
0: the, like ban on swords and
1: guns. Yes. Guns were taken like, over. It, it start. It start. It, it wasn't a ban yet. It's like the transition. The transition. So, yeah. Like you start seeing people using the you know the gunpowder. So pretty much, what you, as the game start out as? Like it's a picture of a, a huge fort. Okay. Picture like a mixture between Tenchu Z, okay, and XCOM <clears throat> had a baby. This mm, is what it is. Very sexy. So you start out as this guy, he's a ninja and he's a hired mercenary uh for the shogun of this particular region. Yeah. Uh, the shogun wants you to infiltrate this base, uh plant some bombs by the main gate to mm-hmm. be able to allow all the shogun armies to flood infiltrate, the fort. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to go through, it's like a tutorial mission, but you have to go through it killing, you know, different um Soldiers hiding their body. It's super stealthy. Super stealthy. Mm-hmm. Cause if you, you slip up. Then you're fucked. All no, you are not fucked, but you're you're gonna be stressing. <laughs> <laughs> you are Elijah, you don't understand. You're gonna be stressing. Because I guess when I when I played it with Joshy Boy, I was I was kind of like, you know, aggressive. I was playing way too aggressive for the yeah. game. You just wanted like you know. Yeah, I mean, because the moves are so good. Because even though you're coming in, you just you're not like actually doing like commands or like you know low punch, high punch. You are just push and kill, and your person does an action and kills yeah. a person. But it looks so damn good. And you play as different people. Each different person has different moves. Like you have a sniper. You have mm, that old a, have, boy, that old man. He's a sniper. He kind of perches up somewhere, but when he pulls that trick, I best believe that motherfucker going to die. He don't. <laughs> uh, you got your boy Mugen, who is more like a tank. Uh, yeah, with he, the
0: two samurai swords. With the two
1: samurai swords. I mean, he comes through when he when he shows up. It's about to get real. He's not really stealthy, and he can't run fast. But he don't need to. No, he don't need to. I think he got this one move. I call it the wind scar because it just remind. It's some type of wind name, but I just call it the wind scar from Inuyasha. He literally comes out. Yeah, that's exactly the noise he makes. And he yeah. takes out at least. I Think last Yesterday, I was able to take out six people, mm-hmm. which is a lot. I think Josh said him and his brother only play like got like about three or four. But anyways, it's just a great game. If anybody's out there looking for a good like you know game that really makes you think, because it's, it's a puzzle. Yeah. You have to go into each situation trying to figure out how you're going to do the X, Y, and Z. So uh, if anybody want to check it out, Shadow Tactics, it got pretty good reviews. Uh, let me actually pull them back up. I had them here. It got 10 out of 10 on Steam. Damn, that's nice. 10 out of 10. 8.2 on IGN and 85% on, on Metacritic. So... Check it out. I think Josh said he picked it up for 40 bucks on GameStop and also it's 40 bucks on Amazon still. What is he playing it on? Uh PS4. Yeah, I should know. But yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's about well, Best Buy is selling it for 50, New Egg is selling for 50, but yeah, you can get it for 40. Nice. So, check it out. It's a it's a, it's a that was a fun game. Like I'm I'm excited. I'm going to pick it up because I'll be playing, like, no Destiny 2 still. Mm. And then I'll be able to play this when I'm not playing with anybody else on Destiny 2.
0: You guys are – I mean, I will make it there. I've already declared today that I will get on Destiny and the rest of my games, uh, you know what day, October 15th, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I get them points. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to go – I'm getting an external hard drive because, like, for streaming, I want to be able to mix it up. So kind of like Jeremy was saying last episode, maybe my Monday and Tuesday – It'll be like Nathan Drake and then Deadpool. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I can mix it up and play some other games. So I'm going to get the external hard drive um, and then just purchase my games. Uh, Injustice 2, Destiny 2, Madden 18. And again, Madden holds a special place in my heart because today we're going to talk about NFL stuff. But before we get to that and before we take our first uh, pause for the cause – is there anything else that you're playing besides Destiny Two? And then you said you're getting ready to pick
1: up Shadow Tactics. Is there uh, anything else? That is about it, man. Um, That's it? Like I said, I finally hit level twenty on Destiny Two, so I'm mm-hmm. just now really unlocking. Yeah, you're really getting into it. Now. Yeah, really getting into I'm it level now. Level zero. So <laughs> I think Coven He's still at level. He's actually playing right now. He's playing with uh, Brandon. Brandon been... uh, Brandon's been bullshitting. I'll say. I know. There. He's been yeah. bullshitting. He's been actually. Mindy Cohen, we wasted a bunch of time waiting on that motherfucker. But Mindy Cohen ventured last week. We was, we was about to run through the game, if, but we if, just got tired. If I get
0: the game, oh, we
1: got your back. Mindy Cohen, run through it with you again. Yeah, we'll let if... you do most of the killing, but you won't die because we'll we'll be. I mean, you got. Me. Yeah, yeah, we got your back. Yeah. Cause
0: I, if I pass Brandon after I get the game next month, because honestly, it's I think uh,
1: I think you should, because it'd be like you'll be more of a uh, uh, guaranteed person that would jump on with us. brandon got be bullshit. <laughs> and I do
0: I do remember the time that DeCoven and Brandon jumped on with <laughs> with. Uh, uh, the division with me, and we had that one level where brands like, man, uh, I'm gonna take that motherfucker yeah, back. Yeah, I'm yeah, take that. this shit back. This fucking game. I wasn't there, but I remember hearing that, dude. I that, that, that was that. like, that I, I was the strongest person, and we were just taking L's left and right, like no strategy. Like we were hiding in a department store, and like maybe if we hide out here just long enough, that was a hard mission, here. though. Yeah, dude. Oh. Um, okay, so it took strategy, dude. <laughs> for uh, <laughs> before we get into Opening up the illustrious duffel bag. Let's take our first pause for the cause. So that way we can hear from one of the most amazing podcasts in the world. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I feel so lucky to have them as um, as a commercial for the show. They're very, very spontaneous. Spontane-
1: spontaneous? Spontaneous. Uh, there spontaneous. There we, go. there we go. God damn it. <laughs> Have I had that much It's alcohol? never good when you're looking at me to figure out how to pronounce a word. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just take an L on that one. So with that, let's take our first pause
0: for the cause. Hey, this is your boy, Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn On The Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. His strictly opinion shows as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys.
1: And you can follow us on Twitter at TurnOnTheUnderscoreGame. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at TurnOnTheGame. And you can even follow us on Instagram at TurnOntheGame.
3: Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn on the Game.
0: You can email us at TurnOnTheGame, the number four at gmail.com.
3: Turn on the game is sponsored by
1: Blackened Studios, Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio. Turn on.
0: Mmm, Trigun. Mm. I love mm. Trigun.
1: Mm. <laughs> Man, you can you just can't
0: You can't beat it.
1: You really you cannot. cannot
0: beat Trigun. One of my all-time favorites along with Cowboy. Be- I mean, you guys have heard it before Cowboy Bebop, oh, yeah. Trigun, even Inuyasha because oh, yeah. from Inuyasha going to the from the feudal era, which we just talked about Shadow Tactics, mm-hmm. to modern day to meet Kagome and see what school was. And the only remedy they could come up for his ears was for him to wear a hat. You know that hurt his ears. To <laughs> go, man, you motherfucker. But is that time again. We have a, a lot of shit in this thing. It is time to open up the duffel bag. Mm. I don't even know if I want to open it today.
1: Uh, so some days some days you just gotta you just gotta get at it, dude.
0: You just gotta open that motherfucker up. So for the duffel bag, did you want to start with the good or the bad? Start with
2: the bad, dude.
0: <laughs> okay, so as you guys know, uh Donald Trump ruined fucking football. Like well, he ruins everything. Uh so we're gonna play um what the president said about the NFL, because the president always likes to tell people to stay in their lane, but yet this motherfucker never stays on the right side of the road. It's like he's in the U.S., but he's thinking he's in, like, London or something. Man. Like, driving on the wrong fucking side of the road. So let's go ahead and listen to this. I didn't want to play, like, a long clip. This is two minutes, so this is two minutes longer than, than it should be, mm-hmm. uh, but take a listen.
4: He's going to say, that guy that disrespects our flag, he's fired. And... That owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know it. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country because that's a total disrespect of our heritage. That's a total disrespect of everything that we stand for. Okay? Everything that we stand for. And I know we have freedoms and we have freedom of choice and many, many different freedoms. But you know what? It's still totally disrespectful. And, you know, when the NFL ratings are down massively. Massively. The NFL ratings are down massively. Now, the number one reason happens to be that they like watching what's happening on, you know, with your story. They like what's happening. This, because, you know, today, if you hit too hard, right, they hit too hard, 15 yards, throw him out of the game. They had that last week. I watched for a couple of minutes. and Two guys just really beautiful tackle. Boom! Fifteen yards. The referee gets on television. His wife is sitting at home. She's so proud of him. They're ruining the game. Right? They're ruining the game. Hey, look, that's what they want to do. They want to hit. Okay? They want to hit. But, but it is hurting the game. But you know what's hurting the game more than that? When people like yourselves turn on television and you see those people taking the knee when they're playing our great national anthem, the only thing you could do better is if you see it, even if it's one player, leave the stadium. I guarantee things will stop. Things will top. Just pick up and leave. Pick up and leave. Not the same game anymore, anyway. Now, one of the things we've done, and when I say we, it's us together, we protect religious liberty. Because we know that faith and family, not government and bureaucracy, are the true centers of American life. In America, we don't worship government. We worship God.
2: coach
1: let let me add him okay so at that last closing notes in america you don't worship a government you worship a god is that what he said
0: that's what he said
1: okay now let me let me just make sure i understand this right donald trump said in america you do not worship a government that's what he said but you worship a god that's exactly what he said Did he say a god or god I can't remember now. I don't know. A God, God, Okay, anyway, I'm weird, that's a different rabbit hole to yeah. go in. But then why the fuck are you tripping about a flag?
0: Exactly. I, a flag is I mean, a, a reputation of of a, of a government, a nation. Exactly. Did Jesus come down with the American flag? Hell no. Did Jesus come down and give the Indians smallpox and uh, try to decimate and eradicate this culture? Hmm. No. No. Nope, that was, that was those people trying to take over, right? Was that was that not an establishment, a, a a society that was already built that's trying to force their way into another foreign land? Would that not be a government?
1: So we have Donald Trump here as you guys just listen, and I'm pretty sure if you're anywhere on social media, you're already seeing well the bullshit. Already, yeah. You know, you're already seeing the bullshit and everything like that. And um, we don't want to take too much, you know, from the eligibility show, but this is something that we both have to just just have to comment on, man. Not because we're black not because, you know, this is because we're Americans. Yeah. We're Americans. I mean, that's what we are. And dude, this shit is crazy.
0: It is fucking ridiculous because
1: one, it's a flag. Yes, it's an American flag. Yes, I you'll never see me spit on the flag. You'll never see me burn it. On I don't burning. have hate for the flag. I yeah. don't. I don't. Now, I'll be real with you, just, you know, I've never saluted the flag. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a kind of not wasn't against my religion when I was growing up, but my religion didn't practice, you know, saluting or favoritism, a almost like a, a, a symbol. Yeah, a symbol, because, you know, the Bible preaches you don't do that. So even saluting, I know a lot of people don't want to argue with anybody, but that's just what I did. That's what I practice. I never did, you know, put my hand over my chest during the pledge of allegiance of the flag. Um, and for Donald Trump. To, I, I don't. I really don't. To, know I go, mean, dude. he just—he just, he
0: we just we fucking. Step, he's like, one, he's a, one of
1: those motherfuckers. He'd be like, "It's no way shit can get any worse."
2: Yeah, <laughs> and then he'll
1: quickly come through and be like, "Are you sure about that?" Yeah, with but his I'm, fingers, I'm, with his hands, he. Like these are the notes I
0: made just during that fucking go day. Go ahead, right go ahead, go ahead. Like uh, many freedoms, he didn't even know what freedoms you have. You could you could list the freedoms. We said we have many many freedoms. We have many of them. All right, how many of them? You, you know, many. We have many freedoms. Then he he continues to go about historical traditions. Well, again, this was one of the deals knowing uh because it's a part of the the standing saluting during the anthem and there's been words that have been taken out of the anthem then there's been research that's done um that said that there were black people that actually um helped establish government rules and regulations but they still didn't receive those freedoms even though it's supposed to be for uh every man every person well i get every man because women weren't considered yeah they, they, they had it worse than we did yeah and so like there's different things that are, are Are omitted but the the whole concept the whole perspective was even though we're supposed to be equal in 2016 2017 we're still having these murders of innocent innocent or non innocent black people and nobody's accountable for them it's a shooting they're dead and nothing else and is this a part of america's historical uh, traditions of, of overcoming and conquering another society and then eradicating them uh to fit whatever means that are there Uh, because we know most of the stuff is is most of these continents most of these these uh traditions are based on conquest that's just the way of the world that's the way that man has always acted very greedy uh wanting more some civilizations don't want more and yet they're those are the ones that are eradicated or invaded and have to uh succumb to Whatever power is there now, history is written by the stronger the one that's stronger, the one that dominates. Yep. Uh, but at this point in time, should we not be leaning towards a better um, future and leaving a different history and acknowledging the, the wrongs that have been done in the past? The other thing that uh, uh, I watched a couple of minutes of. So why the fuck are you commenting on something that you do not watch normally? Talking about like the hits, they're just beautiful hits. They're just beautiful, but it's ruining the game. How's it ruin the game? Have uh, you? Have you have you taken a hit? Have you been out there tackling somebody? Have people tackle? And this is one of the problems I have with football every now and then. It's, it's it's just like Madden has entered football. Like it's a hit stick. Like you just hit them with your shoulder. I was taught to wrap up in the knees, drive your shoulder in the hips. The same components for wrestling apply to football. Now, can you do that all the time? Not all the time. But you still need to wrap up, correct? So he's mm-hmm. talking about the hits where they're bumping shoulders or hitting helmets. The whole study on concussions is inconclusive as – most of the studies for marijuana. I mean, people have different symptoms towards, you know, smoking weed. People have different symptoms to getting hit. It does I mean, your brain bounces around your head no matter what kind of protection you
1: have around it. So we don't know what Trump was even really talking about.
0: He's not even talking about shit. He's just over here speculating on some shit that he has he he doesn't play sports. This motherfucker's seventy,
1: isn't he? I don't know. I don't know if he's that old, but yeah he's old enough. But the thing is like if if he is so worried about the economy and everything like that, and mm. the, the sports industry packs on a lot of wealth. It does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And for him to say so the stuff that he said today, or yesterday, it was a, a, a you know today's Sunday, so I guess it would be the 23rd of September. It was a complete slap in the sport industry face. Yeah. yeah. Why would you make it to where people now, at first it was just people boycotting just for, you know, Calling, oh yeah, and just want to you know ride his you know ride his thing. Now the president says some silly ass shit, and now teams are teams, and it's a beautiful thing, honestly, because it's a it's not just blacks, it's white agents, it's 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 everybody, it is a one hundred
0: percent unification between the teams. It's Americans, dude, protesting
1: against the government. There we go. What well, LeBron he got to say. Don't you about to pop yeah, up? We're about to put out okay. LeBron.
0: But the one thing that people don't understand is this is not a democracy. We are still a state of the republic. If people actually look, because a democracy means if 51% of the vote wins, that's the way we go. That's not the way. If 51% wins, we still have another deciding factor. So that is not a democracy. That is a state of republic. So you need, you guys need to inform yourself on how the government actually works so that way you can better assist it because we can speak back. We can have, hey, we don't like the person in the the White House. We don't like the way the government's run. Let's go ahead and change it. We do have that ability to do it, but nobody ever – really wants to do all their research. We want a half-ass research. And Tell Donald Trump it. don't even want to fucking research, dude. Isn't that motherfuckers go on to, uh, well, somebody said this in a tweet. If I combine these four tweets together, I have my speech for tomorrow's press conference. So let, let's hear from LeBron James because LeBron, uh, he caught my eye last night. He had the beard, had the hat on backwards. <laughs> so we're going to listen to LeBron James, then Richard Sherman, and then Mike Epps when comedians get into it. Because comedians, that's when you know, it's real. That's when you know. So, uh, LeBron James, you're up.
5: What's up with y'all, people? Um, Just giving y'all a little bit more in-depth insight about my tweet uh, from earlier. Um, You know, I think it's basically at a point where I'm kind of, you know, just a little frustrated, man, just um, because this guy that we've um, put in charge has has tried to divide us once again, and obviously – we all know what happened with Charlottesville and, and and the divide that that caused and and now it's even hitting more home for me now even more because he's now using um, sports as the platform to try to divide us and, and um, we all know how much sports brings us together, uh, how much passion it has, how much we love and care and you know the friendships and everything that it creates and for him to try to use this platform to divide us even more. Um, it's not something I can stand for and it's not something I could be quiet about. Um, you know, you just, you look at him, um, kind of asking, you know, the NFL owners to, to get rid of players off the field because, uh, they're, you know, exercising their rights and, and that's not right. And then, you know, when I wake up, I see that, you know, a colleague of mine has been uninvited of something that he said he didn't even want to go to in the first place, um, you know, to the White House. Um, you know, that's just something I can't stand for, man. And we got, you know, you know, Jamil Hill and Colin Kaepernick and, you know, all these people are speaking up and, you know, it's for the great of cause. It's for it's for us to all come together. It's not about a division. It's not about dividing. We as American people need to actually just come together even more stronger, man, because this is a very critical time and me being a in the position I am, I had to voice this to y'all. So, uh, love y'all, man. Games all the time, and that's a pretty, pretty strong,
3: <laughs> strong statement. And, uh, and I think it's uh it's, it's bold, it's courageous for any guy to speak of, uh, let alone a guy that has as much to, to lose as, as LeBron does, and, and other notable figures in the league. So. Like I said, we all have to kind of stand as one the best we can. Um, For me, the questions have, how things have gone all summer with, if I wanted to go to the White House tonight, I told you yesterday, being very transparent, what my vote would have been in the meeting. Um, Have we had one? Um, And all based on just trying to, to let people know I didn't want to, You know, be applauded for an accomplishment on on the court when the guy that would be uh, doing the pat on the back is somebody that doesn't, I don't think, respects the majority of Americans in in this country. So um, it's kind of what I stand for, and hopefully that message rings loud.
2: Hmm.
3: Well, very interesting time
6: we're living in right now. There should be more focus on uniting our country and showing one another how similar we are and how amazing it is to live in this great country. I think the comments from the president of the United States of America have been very divisive um, for a long time. And I think that it's very interesting that his that he condemned the protests, the silent protests of our players who are protesting the injustice. And, and bigotry and racism that has plagued our great country for so long and are trying to make a difference to make our country even better and even greater are seen as as radicals uh, to him. And that's that's incredible seeing as he, he saw the white supremacists and it took him a while to even condemn them to say anything bad about what they were doing. And And in this country, I think it's incredibly disrespectful to show swastikas or have swastikas or anything of that nature, anything that represents that regime or that time in history, because that was terrible. You know, America fought in that war. Americans died in that war. These these Americans fought for our flag in that war, and to disrespect them by bringing swastikas, I thought he would he would address that more vehemently. It's time for for somebody to address it, um, to address those comments and address the way our country is being divided uh, because it's wrong. I would also encourage our owners um, to speak up for our players. I think that this is an issue that attacked not only our players but our league. Um, You know, I understand that all of our owners are are astute businessmen and the NFL is, is their business and it's your business and your business is also being attacked. Um, obviously Commissioner Dale has said something but I think that it's more powerful if each individual owner comes out and, and has something to say about this but um, we're all together we're all Americans and you know it's time for, for the racism and bigotry and, and for those things to go away you know that those things have no place in society no place in America no place in any country um, and that's my two cents Big shout out to God, our Lord and Savior. There's a whole bunch of old ass demons and old ass ghosts out here that ain't anybody ain't me scared of no more. Man, get the fuck out of here, you old ass ghost.
0: Alright, so we got one more video because my caps had just a little bit to say <laughs> like talking about them demons and the ghost and the devil out here. So uh we're going to one more uh video with Michael Rappaport.
7: Trump, you dumb motherfucker. You're talking shit about the curries. Everybody loves the curries. Aisha Curry, Riley Curry, Seth Curry, Dell Curry, even the pretty ass moms. You dumb motherfucker. Don't you even know who the curries are? That's like talking shit about Mickey Mouse. You took away his invitation to the White House to come meet you? Motherfucker, no one from the NBA is fucking with you. KD, LeBron, Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, Yao Ming, Larry Bird. Nobody is coming to fuck with you, man. No one wants to meet your ass. And then you was talking shit about Kaepernick. Saying, get that son of a bitch off the field. No, you fat motherfucker. Get that son of a bitch out of the motherfucking White House. Get him the fuck out. So now what's going to happen is, we're going to take a knee to you, you bloated motherfucker, you. You have any idea how uncomfortable this is for a 47-year-old Jewish man with a bad back and shin splints? We taking a knee to you, motherfucker.
0: Okay whoop, So whoop. we got to And then with the offset <laughs> So so much stuff Like Steph Curry Wasn't even going To the White House Anyway And so This is like after the fact Like you call somebody up uh, And like Hey you want to go out No I don't want to go Oh well you're not invited anyway Like why'd That's you call exactly, me up then But
1: I mean Does that not sound like A Donald Trump move
0: Yeah Like an old motherfucker That wants to be invited To some shit Or have some fun But nobody want to have fun With you Because you're a piece of Shit Man, I mean, it's just ruining everything, but I was happy to see uh, just teams united because a lot of coaches came out and said, you know, we're a team, so the the Ravens, the Jaguars, the Steelers, uh, the Steelers aren't even coming out. They're fucking locking room. They're staying in the locker room for the anthem and then coming out to play the game because that's what they're paid for. Uh Again, did he not say that we we don't bow to the government? It's all about religion, right? That's what he said. So why are we need to fire these son of a bitches? And
1: like I said, just because someone don't like you know, pray, or worship—I don't want to say that—that's going to might get people out and stuff. But most of all, well, well, just because people don't pray or worship the flag, don't mean they don't respect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I still respect the flag. It's all about. I you, still respect you know the fallen soldiers. Yeah, or the people who are currently still fighting. I respect what America has done.
0: Even America didn't respect these motherfuckers when they came back. They were still like, it didn't matter what ethnicity you you were. If you came back from war, you were an outsider. When you came back from war, now those that were minorities were even pushed even farther uh, when they had to learn to be a unit and be a team and all for one when they were in the military. So why is do Americans that haven't served or haven't done anything feel like they need? You know, the opportunity to push others aside for the way that they practice, you know, whatever it is, how they see the government, how they practice their religion. It's not up to everybody. Like government needs to take a sit a sit down and be like, hey, government's deal is to look at this, see if it's good for the people and then vote yes or no. Not to try to put your hand and micromanage every single Oh, well, you know, black and studios didn't didn't say it's blackened at the end of their show, so now we've got to go in and, and say some shit about them. It doesn't make any sense for all that shit. Like Trumps. You know, yeah. Go.
1: No, I'm just saying what's really what's it really it's actually a beautiful thing about all this that so many people are coming together. Yeah. So many high class profile uh celebrities, you know, music artists, sport figures, um, actors are coming together and actually, you know, voicing their opinion.
0: Even fans like even if you were with a rival team, they're like, you know, we support you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm an Eagles fan, but the Ravens, you guys do your thing. We yeah, like J.
1: Cole, I'm reading a couple of his tweets right now. Like, he he went in. You know, my boy J. Cole be going in. What, what do you say? Man, he said a lot. <laughs> that's all I can say. He uh, said, that's when the magic happens. And Sally, oh, I, I, I kind of fast forward. You fast forward a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he just said, shit. shit's getting real. That's mm. pretty much it. And all these tweets that he tweeted in, like a 10 minute period. God ah, damn. He was, he was, he said, his main thing is, I want, he said, thank you, Colin, for your sacrifice.
0: Yeah. Because here's, here's Donald's tweets, the ones that lit everybody on fire. Uh, If NL fans refuse to go to games until players stop disrespecting our flag and country, you will see a change take place fast. Fire or suspend. And then NFL attendance and, and ratings are way down. Boring games, yes, but many stay away because they love our country. Leagues should back USA. When has the – I mean, when is the NFL not – are the colors of NFL, the logo, red, white, and blue? Mm-hmm. They even when, got some stars in there, too. When did the NFL not support the country? Because that is the National Football League, right? The U.S. National Football League. So in the name, it says – uh, man, I feel like Michael right now, dude. I, ain't I feel. I it. hit it. Hit it. What, what the fuck is he talking about? And then he's just going to sit there and bash, like, ratings are way down. Well, didn't... Ratings get, are
1: down. The ratings are about to drop even lower because you're a dumbass.
0: Yeah, and did not ratings for, uh, what was that, the Celebrity Apprentice? Didn't that <laughs> motherfucker go down? Trash. Trash. And then you have all these other tweets from other players, other supporters of teams, just supporting their choice to be unified and say, the whole team is doing this. One tweet that I did want to read, and I'm going to have to move up here just a bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, statement from Patriots chairman and CEO Robert Kraft I am deeply disappointed by the tone of the comments made by the president on Friday I am proud to be associated with so many players who make such tremendous contributions in positively impacting our communities Their efforts both on and off the field help bring people together and make our community stronger. There is no greater unifier in this country than sports. And unfortunately, nothing more divisive than politics. I think uh, our uh, our political leader... Could learn a lot from uh, the lessons of teamwork and the importance of working together towards a common goal. Our players are intelligent, thoughtful, and care deeply about our community, and I support their right to peacefully affect social change and raise awareness in the manner that they feel most impactful.
1: God damn! When wait, you wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I gotta stop you.
0: Okay. Who is that? That is a statement from the Patriots chairman and CEO. Mr. Robert Kraft.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to let him semi-slide just because he don't need a QB. Mm. Because he has the best QB <laughs> in, the, uh, in the entire yeah, world yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's 100% right. And other owners need to realize that. And for real shit, like, quit black blackballing. That's what they're doing. To Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Someone should have signed him, dude. There's no reason why some no, many teams and he is did a lot, not sign him.
0: Yeah, his stats, fucking phenomenal. Yeah, a, a bad
1: year, yeah, last year, but it's not that bad. The reason no. why they didn't sign him because of the shit he did.
0: Yeah. People go, oh, I don't want to fall down. I don't want to get in trouble. I mean, come on, dude. And when are you guys going to start thinking for yourself and making sure that the decisions that you make and the moves that you make are the right moves? Not out of fear of some motherfucker that doesn't watch what the fuck you do. The only reason that he knows you is because you guys play poker, Every fucking Friday, third Friday of the month, and y'all get together and then talk about whatever the fuck it is. I was watching uh, Bob's Burgers last night. whole bunch of rich <laughs> people getting together like, oh, well, you know, Bob, put your guns on the table. Just leave them there, and we can go ahead and, and play the game. He's like, uh, I don't have any guns. Hmm, that's strange. Like, some rich <laughs> rich people problem, rich people shit. But, man, come on now. I mean, Michael's already taken his uh, his protest of the NFL this year, even though oh, yeah, he's a he's, Green Bay fan. He, he, he. he
1: He just watched the updates. Oh,
0: dude. Well, hopefully he sees this, that the the NFL is uh, staying unified with these teams. It may not be every team. The owners need to back their players because their players always – I mean, I would think that the NFL and WWE are almost – and uh, NBA – are the most impactful sports out there when it comes to giving back charities, programs for the youth and the community, because you consist. I mean, they have so much money. You consistently see them in the community doing something for others. So I don't know why you're sitting here talking about, well, they should stand uh, in the Anthem. That motherfucker could take a shit on the field. That wouldn't mean anything for the flag. Just, hey, I got to take a shit right now. (laughs) And they're still doing their job to better the community and unify and what they get paid for. Now, the cool thing while we were listening to that, uh, an artist, uh, and I like to say an artist, uh, Francesco Franciavella made a portrait of Batman kneeling with Colin Kaepernick. Or mm, I saw or that. Colin Kaepernick. Look, so, damn good. That shit was cool. So let's go ahead and get to some brighter news. <laughs> We're done with fucking Donald Trump. And we didn't even unzip the duffel at duffel bag because all the shit that he's been doing is just spilling over. We couldn't even zip that bitch up in the beginning, so it was open to begin with. Um but let's get in
2: hmm. Let's crown, get
0: into I know the crown. Let's get into some comic book news very quickly and then after that we're going to hit DBS episodes 107 and 108. So, very first thing is <sighs> season 6 of Arrow is coming back, season 4 of The Flash, mm-hmm. as well as season 3 of Legends of Tomorrow and then Les, uh, season 3 of Supergirl. And so what we have been promised by Andrew Kreisberg and the rest of the team working there at CW is there's actually going to be a crossover. The CW crossover is Crisis at the Flash's wedding. So somehow Barry Hmm. gets out of the Speed Force Preparing for the wedding, but it says the CW today announced that the 2017 Arrowverse crossover will be Crisis on Earth X, a story that will pit the heroes of the Arrowverse against evil doppelgangers of themselves from Earth X, a universe where the Nazis won World War II.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, so uh, good old Nazis. Great time
1: to bring back the Nazis.
0: Oh yeah, with the swastikas that we heard about just yeah, a minute ago. I mean, Are they going to be having tiki torches?
1: The Nazis.
0: <laughs> you know that would I would I would not mind that episode. Like uh, Stephen Amell and the rest of the group going up against tiki torch motherfuckers and just beating the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. I, I might approve of that. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be um, Earthx at the wedding. Good guys versus bad guys. Uh, the concert art is actually on the Elijah Bailey show page, so you can go there and actually see what they've drawn up for it. The next thing that I want to talk about is one we've been waiting on forever. It got canceled, and then brought back or postponed. Gambit movie gets mm. a plot. And if you if you've been following this, Shannon Tatum is going to play Gambit. So let me read you the plot, and let me after I read it, let me know what you think. But Remy LeBlanc. Uh Remy LeBeau, played by Channing Tatum, uh-huh. is on a trial in New Fuck. That is the
1: alcohol right there. oh the Trail. Uh Remy LeBeau <laughs> 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 I was like, what happened? Yeah. Oh, that's Le- what happened. Yep. The crown slapped the is, shit out of you just. It there. is. And it feels so really good. Uh, Remy LeBeau. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Bookity. Bookity, bookity, bookity. Remy LeBeau, Channing Tatum is on the trail in New Orleans. He's considered a huge security risk. We flash back to almost twenty five years before. Master thief Luke LeBeau runs into an eight year old gambit while doing a heist. Impressed by his skill, he offers to take the mutant orphan under his wings. Raised alongside the other strays he calls cousin, the teenage gambit becomes the superior of the thief guild. So we're we're playing into his actual origins and his past. Hmm. Uh, he encon- he encounters Belladonna. Bordeaux, uh, while on the run from the police. Sparks immediately fly, since Belladonna is also a fellow mutant. Their love is directly prohibited by both families since the Bordeauxs are sworn enemies of the LeBeau clan. Uh, Deciding to unite the two sides, Remy offers to help the two clans team up on a huge heist to profit both families. Of course, the whole plan goes awry, and in the chaos, Marianne Bordeaux shoots and kills Luke LeBeau. We jump 10 years later. Gambit is hired to do a job in Paris to steal something from the Louvre. Uh, it was apparently a test job to see if he still has it. His mysterious employer is revealed to be Nathan Essex, a.k.a. Mr. Sinister. Oh, I know. He offers Gambit $40 million to recover a mysterious trunk that was stolen by the Bordeaux clan. It will be auctioned off during the yearly Thieves' Ball. And Every time I read that, I feel like it's the player-hater's mm-hmm. ball. I knew he going to say that. <laughs> but the thieves ball, where all the criminal organizations in the world meet up. It uses New Orleans uh, Mardi Gras celebration as a cover. Gambit decides to enlist a crew of mutants to pull off this seemingly impossible heist. So like I said before, a little bit of Ocean's Eleven mixed with a little bit of (laughs) Romeo and Juliet and then you got your turns and twists because Mr. Sinister, if he ain't wearing that spandex blue suit with that red diamond on his chest. Tell him. Tell him. I I don't know. Tell him. I don't know. Tell him. I don't know. I might have to go sober. I might have to pull You're in, like, uh, I don't know you, mother. Pennywise the clown in the, in the in the in the theater. I might have to be playing it on my phone at the same time. But what do you <laughs> think of that uh, that scenario? What do you think of the plot?
1: Sounds interesting. Okay, nice. a lot of shit, but sounds interesting.
0: Do You think? uh I mean, he he's Gambit, and Gambit,
1: I'm I'm excited for it just because I like Gambit. You do? do you I, like, I've you always like I always liked Gambit. Like back in the old days, like when X man at the car at uh, the arcade. Mm-hmm. And he's Gambit. the only
0: one Who would stand up to, to Wolverine He'd be uh, You know Getting in Wolverine's ass Face to face They'd be battling They
1: they they do be getting it though. And Gambit got them red eyes too He does Black Around it He got a little a trace red. count you know, he, he a card player As you and, know as, as, Yeah You know at the, at the job we work at mm-hmm. You know I love cards Oh yeah Oh, oh you yeah. do You be cheating You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying Yeah, yeah.
0: But besides that, he got that he's, he's a lover. He's a lover and a fighter. He Mademoiselle. I and mean, speaking a little French to him, he's got that <laughs> Cajun accent. So that's going to be the plot for um, Gambit coming out. The last thing in news is Finn Jones, a.k.a. Iron Fist, Daniel Thomas Rand, is already training in martial arts for season two of Iron Fist. So, like I said before, mm. over time, they're mm. trying to make him better. Mm. Yep, <laughs>
1: should have made him better a lot sooner.
0: Now that we've dumped all that shit out of the duffel bag, you want to go ahead and close it up for us? Zip. Oh. oh yeah, oh, there we go, baby. The duffel Sonic bag. Boom. That's how far it went. <laughs> oh damn! That's how far. Nice, it went. Yeah. nice with the high top. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a quick pause for the cause before we come back, and we're going to end the show with DBS. <laughs>
1: Thank you for downloading this episode here on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on. Please rate and review those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you.
0: And we are back. Mm. Mm. I'm a man Mm. We're back to the most illustrious show The sexiest show Oklahoma's favorite podcast And I can say that with the utmost confidence After all the guests we've had on
2: Yes
0: (laughs) The Elijah Bailey show So let's head into our very uh, It kind of makes me sad dude Let's do this You know what I'm going to change it up just a bit I know it said we go into uh, DBS But you're watching some anime right now aren't you No Okay, never mind. Okay, so let's go with into... <laughs> I mean, good. but
1: you did hook me up with a good anime that I do plan on watching. Uh, Bakano, Bakano, Bakano. I apologize for the. You know, Jeremy
0: tries to act like he's
1: Japanese, but he be saying that shit wrong. Bakano, <laughs> Bakano. Yeah, uh, you did hook me up with the actual sixteen episodes on three different DVDs, which I. There's only two in here.
0: No, there's two Double cases, disc. but yeah, the the second one has two discs in it.
1: But I'm excited for it. Well, what exactly is Bakano? If you don't mind, quick. Ba- a brief rundown of
0: Baccano. Baccano is like a anime that's based in the 1940s. And so... Okay, there we go. It's an anime based in the 1940s. And this crew of people, settlers, that came before the 40s, came over to America. And there was an elixir that all of them drank. But they would be cursed. And their curse is to be immortal. Basically there's certain stipulations I don't want to give away. They can die, but they can also continue to be immortal and pass that on if they meet these stipulations. So it follows all these people that were accidentally, uh, made immortal. Uh, some people that came from this colony that was coming over to, to America. And it's just based. There's, uh, Just like this mix, there's this couple that they're trying to be robbers, but they're really dumb and they're always really happy and polite. Then you have the guy that we talked about last episode that wears white so he can see how blood shows up on it. So he's the real sadistic motherfucker. And then you have this gang and this gang reminds me of gang, 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 Gang. (laughs) reminds me of Hitman Reborn because it's a kid. Who's the leader? And he's like, please don't, please stop doing that because I, I, I please, I'm trying to save you. I want you to live. And they're like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? We're gonna beat the shit out of you. Well, his crew is that crew. Well, they would kill a motherfucker without worrying about Word, it at all. Tripping. Yeah, yeah. It's they, like, hey, they,
1: they ain't, they ain't you, batting eye out of that shit.
0: You messing with the boss, you got to go. And so he tries to be as nice, but he has a tattoo on his face. And then you have other key players in this deal. So it's like. The story—it's almost like pulp fiction in an okay. anime version. Different stories are based around this elixir that gives you immortality or curses you, and the people that are trying to recultivate. Uh, or remake this, this elixir so that way they can continue and extend their lives because they know that they haven't been meeting the circumstances to continue living or they know there's a possibility for them to die, so they want to bypass that possibility. So it, it's a lot of twists and turns, a lot of fun, a lot of adventure, uh, but it was real compelling, dude. Even some of the stuff in the show, you're like, damn, that's sick, dude. That's hmm. sadistic. Okay, but okay, okay. It's got it's kind of like know, a dark I always love
1: it when I, I get some, some – Shit going Ooh, on. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, DBS. What the,
0: oh, we're going to jump you, on? Because I'm not wait, watching anything
1: else. Wait a second, Been man. Are
0: you, you going to disrespect DBS with No, the hit
1: the music.
0: Perfect timing right there. Oh, I feel yes. my power level rising.
1: Regina! <laughs>
0: I wish they would bring back Nappa, just because...
1: Dude, just because he's Nappa.
0: Just because he's Nappa. Napa was the dude that was in the show without any hair, that was real fucking pissed, but when he took that breath, to calm down, he kind of found himself, he kind of collected himself. So, we're in episode 107 and 108, just because last week we didn't get into it, because you know Stone didn't watch on time, he just fucked yeah. up everything. Um, but 107 of Dragon Ball Super is Revenge F the cunning trap, and that was basically uh, Master Roshi against Frost. Mm. Now we had just seen Master Roshi in one hundred five and one hundred six take on a handful of motherfuckers and take them out. He took out three people, so we saw Master Roshi die, get risen back to life from Goku. Which back uh, hey, we're not we're hey, not going to go in there, dude, because hey, hey.
1: I, I had a huge rant about hey. Hey,
0: I just want to say this is the second time we've seen Goku bring something back to life. He brought back to life that bird, brought back to life Master Roshi. But on this episode, I did understand what you're talking about because Goku was running to Master Roshi and fought with the big, big Bertha. Big Bertha. And yet he was still fighting with that bitch in 108. Yes And if Master Roshi Was in that crucial moment He's dead He's dead He's dead Drop dead But in episode 108 We kind of figure out Why he can't get past her But still You should have been like Doing invasive I, tactics
1: The only versus way we know that Just because of you know Stuff that we're is, finding is what out what she said Yeah uh, in, in Not Elijah I was about to say Elijah But even Goku Don't understand that just yet yeah. So he was BSing. Yeah. But anyways.
0: But Frost came over to Masroshi thought he would enact his plan because we see that Frost made a deal with Ciampa. Yes. Say, hey, I need to be back on the team. Mm-hmm. Plus, you called for me to be back on the team. So if you could not fuck with me so much this time and just let me get my revenge, I'd be very grateful because that's the only reason I'm I'm really entering this tournament. I'm not going to cheat because it's going to reflect badly on you and you will you know erase me. But if you let me get my revenge, you know what? I think I'm cool with that. And so he goes after Master Roshi. Master Roshi did used this technique, what, three times by now?
1: Uh, in this tournament? Yeah, the yes. evil containment wave. <laughs> yes. So
0: he, he tried to get Frost with it, but because his arm was still injured from Old Bird, the, the boy that was getting uh, stronger as the fight went on,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he missed the bottle and couldn't capture Frost. And Frost was like, you still have this kind of power? And all of a sudden, and this is the weird thing, he saw Vegeta out the corner of his eye. Why was Vegeta just standing there? Was he just recovering? W- what did the Saiyans doing? What? Bullshitting. 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 So, so, we see Vegeta standing Third up degree. there. Mm. Third degree bullshit. I was, I was, uh, was kind of taken back because you know he's he's wearing the blue and whites like I the told old, him Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, when he's, he's still bullshit. When he was standing there, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, Vegeta?" He's so, not
1: bullshitting as bad as Goku and Gohan though.
0: Yeah, He's I, would. Not. I don't think Gohan is. is king bullshitter. Yeah, Vegeta actually because this was a Master Roshi Vegeta episode. So he sees Vegeta and then Frost is like, you know what? I'm going to have to end you, old man. So if and again, like we told John, if you don't suck my dick, I'm not going to let you live. So he starts shooting Master Roshi. Boom, 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 boom. He blocks and then he fires his final shot towards Vegeta. and Vegeta put that hand up and blocked and was like, motherfucker, if you don't let me relax for like two more minutes. I'm going to come down there and kick your ass. So he started focusing back on Master Roshi. Vegeta came down, hit Frost, and then Frost got Master Roshi to use the evil containment wave. And for some reason, he learned how to redirect the fucking deal Yes, without even knowing the moves to Vegeta and captured Vegeta in the evil containment wave in the little mason jar that Master, (laughs) Master Roshi had. So... Everybody figured Vegeta was getting thrown out of the tournament at this point in time. Master Roshi pulled a Gohan, did a Kamehameha in his finger, a small mini one oh, too. Like that a, was like so. Doot doot doot. No matter what. Does happens, that going to sound
1: like. Doot doot
0: doot. No matter what happens no, to Master no, no, Roshi, no, 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 no. Well, not in my house. <laughs> he continues to keep surprising us. He yes. knocked off the top of the fucking deal. Vegeta came out Super Saiyan Blue, and then Frost Ninja vanished. They pulled that Ninja Turtle and was gone vegeta knocked the fucking uh what was that like molten lava off of the magma the the metal dude's ears because his whole problem it, you know the big metal one that he fought in the exhibition tournament yeah yeah he had like magma or some of his ears so that way he couldn't hear insults because their whole race becomes uh,
1: i did that i do yeah, remember they insults, get like upset and yeah and thing. then they shut down that's right
0: and then vegeta did the only thing he could do he pushed him off the side so that ends episode 107 master roshi um unfortunately went out that episode they he got back up to the stands they gave him a senzu bean he's good now we roll into 108 and it's frost and Man. frieza and now you if, weren't
1: you weren't joking i apologize <clears throat> for not coming into the studio prepared that's okay that's uh, okay i already watched this episode but dude that was a really good episode that was a phenomenal I, episode. I almost
0: okay let's address this first
1: that episode like what you were saying when i walked in here made you completely reevaluate almost reevaluate how about it. frieza yeah i that, i did Dude, i will be rude well, you. I did. Don't, don't I didn't. I didn't care for Frieza. Like even when Frieza first okay. came onto the scene, I always thought it was a girl. So it messed me up when I called her, uh, call him a she, and I just never really. Yeah, I just never really, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, just never really felt like you said it was like a him. It was like an Ochimaru type evil. There we go. Like the one that would be like mm-hmm. you know. Mm. Mm. You you playing both? sides? Yeah, you playing both sides.
0: Play, you it's do okay. Do too much. You hey, too much. Some people say that when you're not playing both sides, you're closing off your opportunities to experience some yeah, real sexual. Some, sexual some people. <laughs> some, <laughs> some people say that it's okay. Well, we talked about fucking our way to hundred, so yeah, that I mean, is true. Make I guess you got me. Nick Johnson
1: way. was in here, so uh, uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this episode
0: 108 was Frieza and Frost conjoined malice, and what happened was. Before we go into Frieza, I feel that Cell could have been a good... Like, Cell didn't have... He didn't bring
1: up Cell earlier.
0: He didn't have the drive to Frieza. Frieza's just fucking evil. And that's what made me reconsider... Yeah, because Cell's not. No. But... Cell could have unleashed Cell Juniors on the tournament field and it would been it would have been made from his body, so it's not an outside source. That could have been something special. But other than that, he doesn't have unique moves. He does a special beam cannon, he does Kamehameha, Solar Flare. He doesn't have anything original because he pulls the DNA from oh, the Frieza, people. yeah, Piccolo, yeah. Goku, and Vegeta. But the Cell Juniors would have been able to give the Z Fighters at least six more competitors, so they would have had a team of sixteen that would have been legal because you know Xeno's Would have he allowed Master Roshi to bring the mason jars in? So he
1: was not tripping off of that. Surprisingly, I just knew he was going to a trip trip on that, but he didn't give a shit. No, he didn't. Two fucks.
0: Frieza uh, basically helped Gohan with the Yadrat and also helped Gohan with Frost. He double crossed Frost. They they Gohan was fighting. That was good. Yeah, that that was was real fucking good. I have. Frieza is the most evil motherfucker to where he had other gods of destruction looking at him. And he gave him that glare like, bitch, if you look at me like that again, after this tournament, yeah, you're has, a race yeah, too. He ain't tripping. Cause I think, I think his ultimate goal is to destroy the gods of destruction or at least Beerus and become one. But I do think the grand Priest's goal is to kill Zeno at the end of the tournament when his defenses are down or both of them's defenses are down and then take over. And then everybody that's still alive, which is only going to be one universe can face him without mm. the help of the angels. So,
1: mm. it's going to be interesting. <sighs> th- those are cool basically um Gohan was fighting, who was he fighting?
0: The yeah, Yadra. Oh, oh, the yeah, uh, Yadra, yeah, the person Jim who calls you? Yeah, something. He had a rapper name, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's the one. It's a race that called, that taught Goku the instant transmission. So, this. Man, if that motherfucker wasn't a master. He was a master at it, and I think Gohan was just BSing, just but trash. He, yeah. And,
0: but he was so weak, though. And then Frieza hit him with the tail.
1: Mm. I mean, Frieza came in, shut it down, talked to Gohan, was like, you know, why hey, you, you bullshitting? bullshitting. Yeah. This is how y'all always get messed up. All mm-hmm. you sayings is because y'all be bullshitting.
0: I can't comprehend that bullshit.
1: Yeah. And then he started fighting Gohan. And at the beginning, you called it that little quick scene. You'll see that Frieza is completely that going half. He, he was talking about you need to go full force all this time, and then he launches at Gohan, looking like a betrayal act. But barely hits him, mm-hmm. and then Gohan and, plays along. Yeah, Frost powers up to his max. That's form. the most guard is drop. Guard mm. is drop like that's fucking nice. Like penny drop draws his drop, mm. and. Was exposed. He exposed. He Booty got,
0: exposed, and he took it. Because he, be one well, blast. While Frost was all the way powered up, mind you, 100%, with the veins popping, looking like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? The one we were watching earlier? Looked like C.T. Fletcher's friend, the one that was doing the protein, the jail shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, he, he looked like Kai Green, basically. That's yeah, what he looked yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Frieza shot his ass off the edge, and that. Was not the best part. The best part was Frieza knew how he would react to a betrayal like that. Frost jumped up, pointed his hand at, at Frieza about to shoot him, and Zeno's put that hand up
1: and had the Zenos, black power fist. Yeah, boy, Zeno, shut that shit uh, up. Quick. And he Frost's said, "Frost gone, no revenge. No, Frost Done.
0: is erased." He said, "If you do that shit again, Universe Six, all you motherfuckers, I don't care how, who's on the field, everybody gets erased." Done. And Ciampa got on his knees. And apologized and said he was sorry. to. Yeah, he know better. Yeah, he know better. Yeah, yeah. But the whole episode, the Frieza's, whole episode was
1: good. Mm. Frieza, Frieza showed how mani- manipulative and yeah, how powerful he is.
0: I want to be on the Frieza force now because if that motherfucker yeah. could do that, but I want I want Frieza to. I actually want Frieza to win so he can be resurrected. I want him out in the galaxy doing some shit. Just because, planets yeah because he's like the Lex Luthor of DBZ he's mm. got the he's got the strategy like even Gohan didn't know what the fuck he was doing until he felt the punch because Gohan was beat the fuck up for no apparent reason true um, so the next episode we got we got a glimpse Goku's fighting which is weird he's fighting Bertha. two
1: different he's fighting beat Bertha and also
0: well obviously he has to, he has to beat her because we find out at the end of the episode his fighting spirit does not affect her she's affected by love so yeah. and then he fights Jiren
1: I wonder if it's love or hate. Ooh. Okay.
0: Because mm. Goku doesn't hate anybody. He just he enjoys fighting. So, so I wonder if Vegeta needs to come in. Vegeta needs to come in. Because yeah. Vegeta got scared of her when but she was, was making that the cool side face. was that
1: we saw Jiren. Oh, boy.
0: Goku, had, Goku did a spirit bomb while Super Saiyan Blue and Kaioken. So if that doesn't stop Jiren... What the fuck's going to happen? That means the new... Jaren was not tripping off that bullshit, either. We we know that there's going to be a new transformation for Gohan and Goku. We just don't know when it's going to be. And because the anime is so different from the manga, it hasn't shown Goku using the God of Destruction power. It hasn't shown Vegeta using Super Saiyan Red or Super Saiyan God... Uh, one mode because Goku or Vegeta was going between the speed of Super Saiyan God and the power of Super Saiyan Blue,
2: hmm. back
0: and forth, and that's how he you was just lost me. But I've figured. Yeah, if i, have to, I, keep I have to show watching. You. I have to show I'll catch you. up because they don't they don't, <laughs> they don't show any of this other stuff that they do in the manga. And Vegeta has the same abilities as Goku. He learns how to internalize the super saiyan blue energy mm-hmm. that's what makes him a god sure that's how goku used that god uh, uh beerus's Debir- destruction power is because he internalized it so vegeta can do that too he just can't hold it as long in the manga in the show they haven't done that yet so we just kind of got to see where they go from there but that is it for dragon ball super episode 109 we're waiting for we're waiting for Goku versus Jiren the strongest in the universe I universes. just
1: want to see Jiren throw down that's it man
0: you know the best part of 107 was uh, the blue the blue guy making his hands super big like Luffy from One Piece and then Jiren doing that Get just the, the, the wave the one punch it's man wave when, when Saitama was fighting Genos hey on some <clears> real
1: <throat> stuff Saitama's my boy but from what Jaren has showed, Jaren's a ship. I think Jaren would lay hands on oh, I said it. Everybody want to put Saitama against everybody Superman, Goku. Put that motherfucker Jesus, Jiren. everybody. Jiren yeah, is a boy that could take Saitama mm-hmm. down. Guaranteed.
0: Dude. In the show. All in on that, bet. In the show. All in on that. Anytime you listen.
1: All in. All in. So Yakuza, Yakuza,
0: there. you throwing everything in. Everything. Everything. Even even the Gators.
1: Hey, I'll play this. It's not even everything. It's everything. Everything. Now I
0: do I do have two things. Now I have, and I want to get your opinion. Uh, I've been asking people what I should be for Halloween. I got four characters. One is Nick Fury. The second one is DeAndre Cole from What Up With That? Was SNL. If you haven't seen, I'll show it to you. He got Jerry Curl, and he 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 hosts a show, but he just keeps singing the whole time. Um, the other one is Eddie Gordo, like we were talking about, with the chest out, the medallions and, and the and the gators and everything. And then the last one is Wario mixed with Luke Cage. So the yellow shirt, but the purple pants, and then maybe a purple hat. But the goatees, I mean, the beard's going, it's just going to be goatee. So which one do you pick?
1: I would have to. I I could see you pulling the. How would you do your hair for Luke Cage? You just put like a ball cap. Put, I know you ain't no, gonna shave your hair. No,
0: just put the cap on. But put the Wario purple cap on. Uh, that's why you threw Wario in it. That's why. I'm always thinking ahead.
1: So what do you? Doing? I guess you could do that. Uh, I, I I say Luke now, Cage Wario just because. It's cold shit. It's cold shit, but you got a lot of plate, You got a lot of shit on your plate, and um, <laughs> if you get too complicated, you ain't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll, it'll get pushed off and then you'll be rushing and you'll look up and be like oh this is trash I ain't gonna ah, do it let's get this yellow jacket but I think the Luke Cage Wario outfit is pretty It takes, it's gonna take some work but I think yeah, you have I enough can. time to achieve that and make it look good because I don't, don't have fucking good. purple pants what the fuck? I I'm hope not, the not I hope not nah,
0: I got purple drawers but no purple pants ain't nothing
1: wrong with purple drawers I ain't got no hey. purple ain't okay wrong what purple about draws.
0: this Wario Luke Cage stripper So yeah. I just wear the no oh, okay no are you sure? Because a yeah. lot of ladies like the Luke Cage. Are, okay, never mind. All. Okay, so uh, we'll go ahead and get the, the Luke Cage Wario with pants yes. situated. Um, if you guys want to tweet at us, live tweet at us, at do Eli. you
1: J- for Halloween? Come on, man. Man, I kind of want to do something for Halloween. I know.
0: Because I ha- I've been going to these conventions. I haven't dressed nothing except for like a regular motherfucker. And I mean, that that does stand out. Everybody else is dressed as something. So I'm like, man, come on, let me get something in my wheelhouse. Yeah. First, it's got to be black. I mean, because that way I ain't got to do any paint. Luke Cage is big.
1: i already big. swole.
0: Eddie Gordo Got some nice shit I get some nice 70s shit I had a onesie At one point Time one time I picked out my hair And went like As a 70s dude What kind with, of
2: onesies You had
0: It was like a tan Like uh, I got it from My teachers had one That he couldn't wear no more From back in the 70s Put that shit on Bell bottom onesie Had some fucking Platform shoes on And had my afro out With a little chain oh. That shit was on point point. And then sure. I left it In my car too long And hmm. s- some oil The same thing That the 70s always did Just Exactly, exactly. Fikes. boy. Exactly. He wanted that suit back, threw that motherfucker away. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I can get this shit ready. Um, but alive tweeted us anytime that you listen to the show and you have opinions about what we're talking about, whether it's Dragon Ball Z, we talked about fucking Trump ruining the NFL today. Uh, and then we got our video game, Shadow Tactics. Yes. Uh is the next one I'm getting along with Destiny Two. And it's only forty bucks.
2: Mm. Yes, well, you know you, and you got E points now.
0: Yeah, and but the whole deal is, you say like this is what I used to say when I sell people. Oh, it's only nine hundred ninety nine
1: dollars. It's only nine ninety nine. Well, if yeah. you want to, it's not multiplayer. So if you want to just cop my copy when I'm not playing it, because I know I'm going to be going through mm-hmm. those phases, I'm down do. for that. One thing I told Joshi boys was like it'd be cool if we all just take like pictures of our completion Ooh. level, like our completion status of mm-hmm. each level, because they grade you hardcore. Mm, okay. like hardcore like on
0: everything that you like, do throughout the mission
1: a mission took me about an hour and 45 minutes damn but they have a badge which is like achievements if you can complete it in 11 minutes so that's all i'm saying
0: see that's one of the ones where i'm like okay i can do it but i'm gonna have to miss a lot of shit uh okay so we can do that um also i do remember you have my batman and i have j stars uh, I'm going to get back on Batman, but not yet. I'm going to go ahead and finish beating J-Stars. I've okay, let me know what you well. want that. All right, I'll let you know. I'll
1: try to bring it up here. i forget. forget. <laughs> you will. Once um, you put pressure on me, I'll, I'll never bring it up here. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: That's why I'm just mentioning right now. But can you tell the people where they can find Black & Studios?
1: Yes, exactly what you just said, com on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Blacken Studios. You can also email us at podcast at blackandstudios.com.
0: Yes, and you can find anything and everything that you want to know about the Elijah Bailey Show on our official Facebook page, the Elijah Bailey Show. And again, like I said, tweet us. Check out the Instagram posts. We're at 820 followers right now. Let's get up to 900. And then after that, a thousand. After that, 1, I'm, I'm really
1: trying to hit for 500. I'm going to yeah.
0: go. I'm going to try to go like ham this week. Your your uh, challenge to the studio has made me want to tell everybody, like, hey. I ain't fucking messing with these pages. I'm only focusing on my shit for the next <laughs> like, two weeks. Yeah, so, that's what you have to do right now because yeah. I am uh, definitely. You're doing it. So. starting on the heat. <laughs> but Instagram. The, <laughs> the heat. The heat. The heat. Mm, I can feel it on the back of my neck just like a soft breath. The heat. Oh, there it is. Say that it again. Good. Say it one more time. The heat, okay, thank you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> follow me uh, and the Elijah Bailey Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show without the W. That's Send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at Gmail. .com. And if you don't like sending emails because, I mean, we love reading I think them. I'm the only
1: one that likes doing that.
0: <laughs> I like I like reading emails, but because I have like seven different email accounts, that shit gets very fucking tedious is the yeah. word of the day. Tedious. Look it up. It means tedious. Um, but if you don't want to use emails, go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. And in that review, you can leave your comments, uh, anything that you want us to talk about, and just, or just say, hey, I fucking love you guys. This is the sexiest show I've ever heard of. Thank uh, you. The only reason I listen to Red Six and Golden Corral, the gamer Champs, is because you guys are on there. Just leave that shit there for us to, to, to read.
1: And it's also helping their shows out, too.
0: Yeah, it does. But, I mean, we're really focused on us. Um, and then you can also leave a comment on Podbeam. Also hit that heart button to show me a little bit of love. And then, like I said at the beginning of the show, follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash the underscore buckety and Twitch TV forward slash Elijah underscore five thousand. And again, as always, you have been listening to the living prophet, the legend, the most illustrious man in podcast, the most electrifying man with the million episode. What was the episode? 1920s I think so. Yeah. The millions and millions of the Elijah five thousand fans. I am Elijah five thousand. With me as always is the man that has one baby. His name is Caden. <laughs> Caden jumps on my head when I'm playing video games. He tries to <laughs> With punch me. his pissy me. draws. <laughs> yes, he does. I, always, his draws are always pissy for some reason. <laughs> and when he gets old enough to listen, he's like, Dad, why? Why did you say that? <laughs> but. He is the man that wears black and red, that's got the symbol on his left arm. I I call that the bicep more so than tricep. That's your right. There you go. Your left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my co host, my uh my co signer, my pilot, the consigliere, my podcast wife, Mr. Richard Taplin. Yes. Follow me. Uh, follow him. And yeah. with that being said and I will lead you to the promised land.
1: <laughs> I promise.
0: He promises to lie to you, uh, and with that being said, we will catch your ass oh fuck. With that being said ah, <laughs> uh, with that being said, we will catch your ass in the next podcast. And thank you for joining me. And thank you for joining me at the end of the show. This is the hostess with the most, Elijah 5000, back with everything that you want and what you need to know. Today was such an impactful show. So much alcohol. So many feelings. So much good shit. And the fun doesn't stop. There, I have podcast and cosplay of the week for you guys, and we're going to start the thing off with the bang, with the lovely, with the eccentric, the most illustrious cosplayer out there now. She's captured your heart. She has motivated you to spend some alone time. It is Cutie Pie Sensei, who is killing the game. She has done Supergirl, fucking um, Steven Universe, Wonder Woman, which was phenomenal, and the one that got her noticed by us after we've looked through thousands and thousands of cosplayer is the Kid Flash. She has much more cosplay. You can find her on Instagram, but everything she does is phenomenal. Please give her some love. Show her some love by hitting that heart button and following everything that she does and let her know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. Podcast of the week is one that is fucking phenomenal. It is Thug Notes Get Lit. Thug Notes Get Lit features literary OG Sparky Sweets PhD. Your street smart guide through the best stuff ever written. In each episode, he counts down the greatest works in the lit game with a fresh perspective, blending top-shelf literature with street-certified insights. From the greatest players to the worst baby mamas, this series features classic literature with original gangster opinions. Make sure to follow them on iTunes. Such a great podcast will make you laugh, and it's informative. And for the last time this month, the anime and manga of the month before we switch it up and anime of the month is Sayuki reload blast for the last time yokai magic science and then they all turned against human and mankind what happens when we get closer to the hole that's for you to find out and manga of the month is wolf guy okami no monsho find out what happens when a werewolf a 17 year old werewolf falls in love with his teacher and has bullies persecuting him prejudice pride werewolf mentality thank you for joining me for another amazing show this has been episode 95 where me and richard did it up big because we're on the way on the road to 100 i'm elijah 5000 and i will catch your ass in the next podcast